Welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey guys, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Um, I'm kind of in the garage because it's really sunny and I don't want to have sun blasting in your face during this whole video, so just kind of scooted in the garage a little bit. Um, but today's video, I wanted to talk a little bit about some sort of typical maintenance slash component checks that I will do before like a longer trip. Um, you may have heard me say semi-recently in one of my last couple videos that here around the 17th of September, I'm going up to the very upper peninsula of Michigan. It's about a 650 mile trip for me each way. Um, so about 11 hours, and that's with no stops obviously. Um, which the exterior doesn't get great gas mileage, so that's at least four or five gas stops probably. Um, so anyways, uh, today I just wanted to go through like the bare bones basics, the, the things that I check every time before I'm going on a long trip. Um, now, I, I'm not a mechanic, I'm not any sort of expert or anything like that, so take take from it what you will. I will say that I've been a car guy for a long time, I've done, done pretty much all the work to the Xterra myself, pretty much all the work to my Infiniti, had a 350Z, had a Datsun 240Z, I've had a number of cars, and since probably about 20 years ago, I've pretty much been doing all the work myself from brakes to transmissions to... I don't do a ton of engine stuff, per se, um, but I do do pretty much everything else. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to kind of show you guys what I do. Obviously, as always, if you guys have something that you do every single time or some advice or something that I missed in this, post up in the comments below and let me know um, because it helps out everybody. So um, again, today we're going to go through kind of what I check in the engine, fluids, brakes, just kind of the common sort of things that I will check when I'm going on a trip. Um, before we get into that, I did want to touch on my featured partners, uh, Overland Addict. They sell pretty much everything to do with overlanding. Check the description below for links to them as well as the rest of these guys I'm going to mention. Um, Last US Bags, uh, awesome, amazing, high quality overlanding bags. Um, actually, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about in this video is packing tools. So I have a tool roll from Last US Bags. I'm going to be packing some tools up. You want to have some spares, things like that to take with you when you go on your trip. Um, but so check them out as well. And then third, uh, more Overland Expo. The link in the description now will take you to the tickets. They are available for sale right now. If you act quick enough, they have 25% off for a limited time um, for the first 250 people. So definitely check them out as well. And then last but not least... One of the people putting on the core Overland Expo, uh, Northology Adventures, uh, awesome, awesome free magazine, Overlanding magazine that comes out every month. So click through that link below, go to the website, scroll to the middle of the page, and you can uh, get signed up for that newsletter slash magazine. So without further ado, let's dive into the video of maintenance stuff you should do before a really long overlanding trip. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, guys, so as you can see, uh, cleaning the truck is not on my list because it's just going to get dirty again, you know? 
So no, it is filthy and it has not been cleaned in a while. Um, that's one of the nice things about having a truck that you actually take off road. You don't really care anymore, you know? Um, but so as far as maintenance items go, and I've kind of just done a few of these, but I wanted to kind of reiterate them, run through them really quick and just sort of bring them out in the video so that you know what I'm talking about. Um, but so I like to check all my important fluids, right? So like back here, you've got your brake fluid um, on the Xterra. Just check and make sure that's up to the, the max line and not underfilled. And I will say it's a little bit strange. I mean, not strange because fluids wear, right? Like they go through the items that they're lubricating or cooling and they you lose some over time. But very frequently I do check these things, maybe like once a year at least. So I won't say very frequently, but fairly frequently, at least once a year, I generally check all these things um, just to be super safe above and beyond my trip things. And I will find that one or more of these things has gotten a little low and I need to top them off. So it is really important, especially with an older vehicle like this. Uh, my Xterra is a 2005, so it's 15 years old that you check those fluids because, you know, running out of brake fluid, dangerous situation, right? Running out of coolant, bad situation. Um, so you want to check this stuff pretty frequently. So anyways, I check the brake fluid. I check, I always just check the radiator just to be safe. And then also the reservoir backup back here, um, just to make sure that those are topped off. Um, of course, power steering fluid. I also check that. Be very careful though, guys, if you're newer to cars or you're not a big car person, like I was, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you can very easily mess up your car by putting the wrong stuff in the wrong hole. So, and some of them aren't always clearly marked, right? Like that's the coolant reservoir back there, but it doesn't say that anywhere on it. You might want to consult your manual depending on what car you have and just make sure you're putting stuff in the right place. I know that sounds silly, but believe me, I've seen horror stories. Just be careful. Um, so I do check that too, power steering fluid, just to make sure it's topped off. Um, windshield washer fluid. Another thing that I think is overlooked a lot of the times, if I get up there and it's pouring down rain or way up there, it could be snowing or something. If I don't have windshield washer fluid, that can put me in a more dangerous situation. So I check that too. Um, you also want to check your air filter. Just make sure that it's not, you know, packed full of leaves or dead animals or dirt or you know anything like that especially you see how dirty my truck is right like if you do a lot of off-roading and you're in like dust clouds quite a bit your your air filter can get clogged up a lot quicker than you may imagine so you want to check that too um, another thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about is you want to check functionality of your systems right um, again this may sound like a lot but I'm telling you if I drive you know 11 hours up to the UP of Michigan and my four-wheel drive won't engage, I would have much rather figured that out down here when I've still got a week before I go on the trip. Um, so checking things like your four-wheel drive just to make sure that it's engaging. Checking your, your auxiliary lights, checking your headlights, checking your turn signals. Again, stuff that could get you pulled over or get you in trouble on a long trip and you're far from home and then you may have to spend a, a great amount of money to get things resolved or fixed. Um, just check all that stuff before you go. The winch, um, checking your line, making sure that it's you know been cleaned up, cleaned out, Washing the line if it's a synthetic like mine, drying it out really good, getting it wound back up and ready to go is important. Um, tire pressure. So that's another thing I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be checking my tire pressure. I'm going to be topping them off for highway travel. So for highway travel, I keep mine at about 35 pounds of pressure. Um, on the trails, usually 15 to 20 pounds of pressure. Um, but I don't check these a ton just because I kind of just, it kind of sits around unless I'm on a trip. So, you know, these could be at 30 right now. They could be at 26. I have no idea. I haven't checked them in a month or two probably. Um, but before I go on this big long trip, you better believe I'm going to be topping them all off and getting them up to 35 pounds for the highway travel. Um, suspension pieces. So again, being a little overly cautious here, but just going through your suspension, right? I mean, these things sit and then you move them and then they sit and then you move them, you know, so suspension parts wear. So checking things like your ball joints, checking things like, you know, your bolts on the bottom to make sure that they're not 
sliding off that they're not you're not losing you know a very important bolt that would leave you stranded on the highway checking that sort of stuff is always good lug nuts too i am actually before i go on my trip i'm going to be doing a tire rotation um just to be safe because it's been probably about ten thousand miles since i rotated them last um so i'm just going to go ahead and i'm going to have all the wheels and tires off i'm going to swap them you know front to back front to back in an x manner i'm going to do a, a tire rotation normal tire rotation and then when i do that i'm going to pull out my torque wrench and i'm going to tighten them all back down to spec so you know making sure that your lug nuts are on good making sure that your tires are aired up all these things factor into safety same with brakes so i've already checked right i have brake fluid that's great I can say personally from experience that my brakes are really soft right now, really mushy, um, so they need to be bled. I also noticed the other day as I was driving that my brakes were making sort of a metal-on-metal -metal squealing noise, and upon looking at it, my pads are just about gone. Um, I did replace these brakes with aftermarket ones about four years ago, so it's probably been about 40,000 miles, so they've done pretty well, um, considering it's mostly like hard off-roading, you know, hard on the brakes, hard on the brakes, hard on the brakes kind of driving. Um, but so I noticed that luckily about a week ago and I ordered new brakes. So I've got um, a new box of brakes sitting in my super messy garage from Detroit Axle. So I've got, you know, front and rear rotors and new pads and all the correct shims and everything. Um, so I am going to do a brake job this weekend. I'm going to replace all four rotors and all the pads. I'm going to have brand new brakes all the way around and I plan to bleed the brakes as well. So I have max pedal feel. Um, brand new components, do the proper, you know, wear in and all that stuff, break in for the brakes as well. Um, so that is another thing to check. Um, random miscellaneous bolts. And again, this is something that probably doesn't occur to you a lot of the time, but before I go on a big long trip like this, I like to check my sliders and make sure everything's tight and I'm not missing anything, any nuts or bolts. Um, same with my armor up underneath the truck, right? Like I've got 3 inch steel armor most of the way back, so like transmission, um, engine, all that good stuff. So I'm going to be checking all that stuff. I'm going to check all my bolts just to make sure that nothing's come loose or, you know, nothing is falling off, which is always bad. Um, checking your backup lights, checking your license plate lights, because you can get pulled over for having, you know, a license plate light out. I'm going to check the bolts on this thing just to make sure that this gas tank mount isn't going anywhere. I'm going to recheck all my U-bolts on my rooftop tent just to make sure that that is secure um, i'm going to check my rear diff breather i a guy actually that watched one of my videos mentioned hey when it gets to be winter you've got kind of a sag in your diff breather there and he said you know if that gets moisture in it and then it freezes it could block up and you could have problems and i was like huh yeah you're right so i'm going to fix that that's on my list for this weekend too is just to kind of get that taut again and fix that little bend back there in the tube for the diff breather um, so that's another thing. Um. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor all. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. I do also, before a trip, I make a checklist. So I do an Excel spreadsheet, and I actually got a funny email from a guy recently who said, you know, you mentioned that, and you mentioned using those checklists, and, you know, he said, I went on a trip recently, and I forgot my, like, 
pan or something. He forgot something that was super important for his trip and kind of ruined his trip. And he was like, you were exactly right. I didn't use the list and I forgot it. And, you know, I've done that a million times too. So I am, especially for a trip like this, I don't want to get up there and realize I don't have toilet paper or don't have my toilet or, you know, something important or my tripod so that I can shoot videos and stuff. So I'm going to be going through the whole truck, you know, kind of front to back, um, thinking about that and using my checklist to make sure I've got everything. Um, so other than that electrical system, of course, you know, I'm probably going to keep it before I go because it's been sitting quite a bit and I'm not going anywhere for the next like three or four days. I will probably put a battery tender on the truck. I've got one on the car back there right now because that one just sits in the garage unless I'm, you know, it's really nice out. I took it out earlier, but now it's going to sit for the next week while I'm gone on this trip. So I put a battery tender on it. So I will probably do the same for this just because I don't want to go out day of and have a dead battery and have to deal with that and have to deal with going to the to a store or something because my battery shot or you know being worried the whole trip that you know did I tank the battery for good is it going to start up when I get up to Michigan or am I going to be dealing with this problem ongoing um so that is another thing um let me pop into the truck here and I'm going to show you other stuff so I also always so the nice thing for me I guess is I kind of keep you can see here's my last U.S. bags, bags all sitting in here from the last trip I took. But so, like, I keep all my recovery stuff in here. I've got my winch controller. I've got a couple D-rings. I've got a strap in there. I've got the extra piece that goes on the high lift that'll allow you to, like, change a tire on the side of the road. Um, so I've got all that stuff in here. But I'm going to go through. I'm not just going to assume that I have everything because there is a possibility that at some point I pulled something out or used something and maybe I didn't get it put back where it goes. So I'm going to be checking that as well. I'm checking all my recovery stuff because again, that's even worse, right? If you get up to where you're going for your trip and you get stuck and then you find out you don't even have the proper recovery gear, you're in trouble. Um, similarly, I'm going to check. Now I have a drawer system. You may or may not, you may use like Plano crates or something like that, but I'm going to literally go through and inventory my stuff. I'm going to make sure I've got all the food that I'm planning to take with me. I'm going to make sure, you know, this little Yeti beer holder is pretty important. It keeps my beers cold, keeps my hands warm. I use it quite a bit, so I'm going to make sure that I've got that. Um, this thing, I'm actually going to be doing a video on here before too long, but it's the Noco GB40. This is another thing that I absolutely will not leave home without. Similarly to just having a dead battery in general, that is a battery jump starter. Um, I actually had to use it the other day because the truck had sat for like five days and the battery was dead, and it started right up. So again, if I'm by myself, if I get stuck somewhere, if I, you know, I've got an option. If my battery won't start, I've got an option to get it started. So I'm going to make sure that I've got that. Um, propane, of course. I'm going to make sure I have that. I've got fire starting stuff. I've got a tarp. Now, I do have a rooftop tent, so I don't need the tarp. But I'm just going to make sure I have it as a just-in-case. Same with, like, seasonings and things like that. I'm just going to go through everything in my drawers, you know. I'm just going to go through everything in my drawers and make sure that everything is good. That I've got everything I need. I'm going to make sure I have my pillow. I'm going to make sure I have chairs. Um, toilet paper, super important, right? All my stuff for cleaning my dishes. My fan for when it gets hot. Bug spray. So, I mean, you know, there's, there's a ton of, like, different things that you need. But you just need to kind of review everything and make sure that you've got it. I'm going to test out my auxiliary battery system back here. I'm going to plug in my fridge freezer the day before to make sure that it's running and I'm going to get it down to temperature and have it already cold and ready to go. Um, just so that again, I don't like day of go out to put my stuff in and then realize, oh crap, the fridge is broken and it's not working and I need to swap it out for a cooler and a water jug and do all this stuff. Um, if there's a problem, I want to know about it sooner than later. So I'll be checking that as well. Um, 
I've got some other projects that I'm going to do beforehand, and that is also, I feel like, a driving factor, is when you're getting ready to go on a trip, you get a lot of good ideas that you want to test out on your next trip. One of those for me, which is going to be kind of fun, is I got, check this out, my beer drinkers out there will get this, I got a bottle opener that's actually going to go like right here, so it's going to go on the end of this slide-out drawer, and it's magnetic. So like when you pop your bottle top off, it sticks right here. Um, so I'm going to install that on the end of my, my slide out drawer so that if I have bottles, I have a way to open them really quickly and not lose the cap. Um, so that is another project that I'm going to do before I get going on the road. Um, so if you have projects, you got to think about those. They always take longer than you think, just like the brake job. I'm giving myself two full days the whole weekend. So just in case they send me the wrong parts or something's wrong, I've got some options. Um, I mentioned already I'm going to check the rooftop tent. Probably I'm going to take it all the way apart. I'm going to make sure I've got my sleeping bag in there. I'm going to make sure that I've got everything. I'm going to open it up and just make sure that, you know, nothing is broken on it or there's no mechanical issues. Mine's pretty new, so I'm not terribly worried about that. But, you know, if you lost a pole, if you have one of those Smittybilt style tents that have poles that you use to open up the canopies, if you don't have those with you and you get all the way, you know, 11 hours away, that's going to be a crappy experience. So I'm going to check all that stuff. Um, another project I have to do is I do have to add my awning back. So I haven't reinstalled my awning since I put the new rooftop tent on because I haven't quite figured out how to do it. So I'm going to be trying to work on that this weekend too. Um, but again, that's, that's kind of the bulk of it, right? So electrical stuff, fluids, general maintenance stuff that you would always do. You know, like checking your tire pressure, checking your transmission, making sure that your four-wheel drive works. All those things I think are great things that, you know, unless you have a checklist or unless you watch a video like this or unless you're just super mechanically inclined and this is all super simple for you, um, they're things that can easily be forgotten, right? Um, so other than that, I think that's sort of the bulk of it. Um, if I think of anything else, I will definitely post up in the description and, and add things. Um, but that's kind of the basics of what I do. And that'll, that's what I'm going to be doing over the next two days. Um, just to make sure that everything's ready to go. And then I'm going to be packing and, and following my checklist and getting super excited. So, again, thanks to you guys for watching. I appreciate it. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gave you some ideas, especially if you're newer to overlanding. Um, this gives you a, a pretty good basic understanding of just some things, some checklist items to, to think through before you get going on a trip. One other thing that I want to mention is you really have to think through your trip, especially when you're traveling super far away to, like, another state. You need to have cash on you if there are tolls. Um, that is one thing that I have definitely been bitten with before where I got, you know, partway up into Chicago and then all of a sudden there are all these tolls and, and I didn't have any cash. So then I'm like taking the tickets and I have to mail this stuff in. It's such a hassle. You know, it's just a nightmare. So that's another thing you want to think about. So again, thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate it. I hope this was helpful for you, especially if you're newer to overlanding. Um, if you have comments, if you have additional things that you guys do, post up in the description below and let me know what those things are. Um, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you don't already, click that subscribe button. Come hang out on Facebook, Instagram. I'm also on all major podcast channels, so if you prefer podcasts, go check out All Things Overlanding there. Um, links to all that stuff are in the description below. Um, so again, that'll wrap it up for this week, and uh, I hope that was, that was entertaining for you, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Yeah.